Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Cars on U.S. roads lags way behind other countries, such as China. We'll talk about why with WTOP car guy Mike Paris at 910. Asian markets are mixed. The Dow fell nearly 400 points today. And the Caps facing the wild this evening at 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Even as California gets a break in the weather, the state has seen over 500 mudslides and the danger is not over. The soil is saturated, which increases the risk of landslides, mudslides and sinkholes. CBS's Chris Van Cleve in Ventura County. In Berkeley. Oh, this is just all our backyard area. Mud poured through Marjorie Cruz's home of more than 20 years. One of eight in the area deemed unlivable. We just are at the mercy of this mud and hoping and praying and keeping our fingers crossed that it doesn't take the rest of my house out. Since New Year's, California has experienced more than 500 landslides spanning the entire state, from the mountains to the coast. President Biden is traveling to California on Thursday to see the damage. A failed Republican candidate in New Mexico is accused of targeting his opponents and is under arrest suspected of orchestrating shootings at the homes of four Democratic lawmakers. CBS's Scott McFarlane with more on Solomon Pena. In their report, police say photos show Pena with one of the alleged accomplices and that individual with multiple guns and ammunition and that Pena paid one of the shooters $500. The police report says Pena was unhappy with one of the shootings and asked the shooters to be more aggressive aggressive to shoot lower into the houses and to do so earlier in the evening when targets would less likely be laying down. Ukrainian soldiers are now at Fort Sill in Oklahoma for training on the use and deployment of Patriot missiles. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Pat Ryan. Training has begun. Uh, as we've talked about before, that training will last for several months and train upwards of 90 to 100 Ukrainians. Russia says it will increase the number of troops from the current 1.1 million to 1.5 million in coming years. Some of it is due to troop losses in its war with Ukraine. And as CBS's Deborah Pata explains... One of the plans we understand is that there will be bases set up um, in parts of Europe, particularly looking um, on, on the border near Finland. And as you remember, last year Finland was expressed its intent to join NATO. That, still, that decision has not been finalized. Michael Cohen, the former attorney and fixer for Donald Trump, has met with investigators from the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. CBS's Graham Cates reports. Cohen's interview comes four days after two Trump Organization companies were sentenced to pay a combined $1.6 million stemming from a December conviction on 17 criminal counts related to tax fraud. When do we want it? Now. Some educators at the University of Illinois at Chicago are on strike. Major contract sticking points include pay and more funding for student services. On Wall Street, the Dow closed down 392 points. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 903 on WTOP, Tuesday night, January 17th, 2023, 45 in Gaithersburg. Dense fog most everywhere tonight. Good evening, 
I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. This is new this evening after more than half a year of consideration. There's a recommendation from the advisory group formed to determine the future of school resource officers in Alexandria's public school system. That group says they should remain in school buildings. And the School Law Enforcement Partnership Advisory Group will make the recommendation in a couple of days before the school board. The group says SROs won't solve safety concerns on their own, but they should be part of a holistic program. Virginia's Attorney General Jason Miares wrote a letter last year to the city's mayor in Alexandria and the school system, urging them to take advantage of state funding for school resource officers. Now to a controversial call in Virginia for teachers to contact parents if they suspect they have a student in their class who identifies as a gender different from their biological sex. This is proposed legislation in the General Assembly right now. WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports. Under the Republican-backed bill, teachers would be required to contact a student's parents if they have reason to believe that the student is self-identifying as a gender that's different than their biological sex. The teacher would also need to ask if the parents want to seek counseling for the student. While supporters say it's about keeping parents in the loop and looking after the well-being of students, opponents say it's dangerous. State Senator Mamie Locke chairs the Virginia Senate Democratic Caucus. We will stop efforts to politicize our schools, attack our students, teachers. We have a vision that LGBTQ rights remain protected. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The American Civil Liberties Union of Maryland and other groups have filed a class action lawsuit against the state. The ACLU says that there is not careful use of psychotropic drugs for kids in Maryland's foster care system. The lawsuit says it's possible thousands of children are being hurt. More than three out of ten kids in the state's foster care system are given medications such as antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds, stimulants, mood stabilizers. The lawsuit says nearly 75% of the children are taking the drugs without a documented psychiatric diagnosis. The ACL says this adds up to a form of chemical restraint. The lawsuit says black kids are disproportionately harmed because they make up a larger number of children in Maryland's foster care system. 905. The D.C. Council has voted to override Mayor Muriel Bowser's veto and is moving forward with legislation to update the city's criminal code. That code has not changed for more than a century. We get that story tonight from WTOP's Megan Clorty. In a 12-to-1 vote, the council moved past Mayor Muriel Bowser's veto of the revised criminal code act. Essentially, the city's criminal code determines what punishments to assign to which crimes, including sentence lengths, and also classifies what types of crimes are misdemeanors, for example, to set the guidelines for what police, attorneys, courts, and prisons work from. Our current criminal code is consistently ranked as one of the worst criminal codes in the country. Former chair of the Public Safety Committee, Charles Allen, went on to say he was frustrated by the mayor's decision to oppose the legislation. Chair Phil Mendelson. It is irresponsible for the mayor to have characterized this as, quote, this bill does not make us safer. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. In a statement following the vote, Mayor Muriel Bowser says the updated criminal code, unfortunately, in her words, falls short on meeting the moment we are in right now. There's a break in the case of missing D.C. real estate executive Anna Walsh. Her husband, Brian, has now been charged with her murder in Massachusetts. Anna Walsh went missing early New Year's Day. Her body has not been found. She spent her work weeks here in D.C., then returned to Massachusetts on weekends to be with her family in the Boston area. She was last seen traveling to our area from Boston January 1st. Never made it on the plane, though. Norfolk, Massachusetts District Attorney Michael Morrissey says Brian Walsh is being held on a half million dollars bail. Mr. Walsh will be transported to the Quincy District Court for arraignment the charge of murder. Walsh is also accused of misleading investigators in the case. He's due in court sometime this week, we're told. Still ahead on WTOP, we Americans seem to still be reluctant to put down the money and get an electric car... Certainly compared to drivers in Europe, 
and China. We'll talk to WTOP car guy Mike Paris about why. Stay with us at 907. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is back January 20th through 29th and better than ever. With a brand new lineup of features, tailored pavilions, and more experiences, the 2023 event provides a customized experience for all guests to enjoy. From an electric vehicle pavilion, indoor and outdoor ride and drives, interactive experiences, new car displays, a nod to the classics, and so much more. Make plans to visit the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 20th through the 29th at the Washington Convention Center. Details and tickets at Washington Auto why buy a boring new car when you can have an amazing certified pre-owned luxury car from Select Auto Imports? Select is a five-star dealer that has been in the D.C. area for more than 30 years. Customers know that the BMWs, Mercedes, and Maseratis at Select feel like they are brand new. Drive your dream car with no payments for three months. And for a limited time, all premium vehicles are up to 33% off MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. Good evening at 908. Michael and Sons heating tune up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks as we get back to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, traffic continues to run well. On 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you're good to go uh, between the Beltways. Baltimore does have a crash, though. Northbound on uh, I-95, it's uh, in the city just before you get to 395. Uh, just actually just after 395 near Hanover Street. So be alert for that headed toward the Fort McHenry Tunnel, getting by only one single lane to the left, northbound 95, uh, north of 395 headed toward the tunnel. 895 is in pretty good shape at the Harbor Tunnel, though. And uh, traffic on 270 is without delay both ways. 50 out to the Bay Bridge in great shape. Fog around the region tonight. Be very careful. Uh, as you travel around, things are very quiet in Virginia on both 395 and 95, and no delays to report either way on 66. Bob Imler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast. Now, Mike Stennifer. There's a weak front off to our west, and until it comes through around midnight, there'll be a risk of a shower. Most of us will stay dry. Overnight, partly to mostly cloudy. Watch out for some fog. Our lows will be in the mid-30s to lower 40s. Much better day on Wednesday. A mixture of cloud cover and sunshine. Breezy. Highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Often on rain showers on Thursday as the storm system comes through. Highs low to mid-50s. And behind the storm on Friday, partly cloudy and blustery. Highs low 50s. And Saturday will be partly cloudy with a high in the upper 40s to lower 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnifer. Uh, another word about the dense fog we're hearing from our colleagues in the traffic center, Bob Imler, uh, saying that they really can't see clearly through the traffic cameras. The fog is making it difficult to see. So I can imagine it's the same experience as you look through your windshield trying to get home or wherever you're headed tonight. Rest in 41. Bethesda 42. Woodbridge at 38 degrees down to the middle 30s overnight with that fog expected to get worse. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's now 9:10 on WTOP. In China and Europe, 20% of car and SUV sales were electric vehicles this past year. But here in the U.S., the number is only 6% of new vehicles being sold electric vehicles. Why are we Americans so reluctant to buy electric cars, even though experts tell us we've got to stop burning fuel if we are to curb climate change and cool the Earth's temperature? I put that question to our car guy, Mike Paris of WTOP. There's the unknown. Also, where do you charge it? Sometimes it's charging infrastructure isn't the easiest in the Especially in some states in the U.S., it's almost non-existent compared to D.C., which has a little bit better than others, and certainly not anywhere near like California. So, yeah, that and people want uh, SUVs. They want big, 
SUVs like we've been looking at the last couple of weeks. And for right now, that's where people's money is going and uh, not really adapting to the electric car as fast as some other countries. Now, they do start to offer, I don't know about the biggest SUVs, electric, but you will be able to get something larger in an electric car or at least. Yeah, definitely. We'll be looking at some of those here very soon. We got the a plug-in hybrid seems to be where a lot of them are right now, hybrids and plug-in hybrids where you're getting 20, 30, 40 miles all electric power. And then it switches over to the gas engine, so it can be a lot more economical than saying uh, the Cadillac or, or the big Grand Wagoneer we've been looking at. So it's slowly but surely getting there, but still uh, it's going to take a while to uh, get that there. And, yeah, you still have to power those things so it takes a lot more energy when you drive a bigger vehicle like that so you have bigger battery packs which adds more weight so it's definitely uh, it's a catching up game to gas cars for sure wtop car guy mike paris on skype talking about the united states slow embrace of electric cars the latest figures show in china and europe 20 percent of new car sales are electric but here in the u.s just six percent if you like to go fishing at the tidal basin or on parts of the Potomac, researchers have a warning for you. They say freshwater fish could be hazardous. Writing in the journal Environmental Research, scientists say freshwater fish across the country are contaminated with so-called forever chemicals. These are perfluorinated compounds that are used in hundreds of consumer products, including food packaging. They're called forever chemicals because of their persistence in the environment and the body. The study found that eating freshwater fish just a few times a year is an important source of exposure to forever chemicals. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Caps trying to get a comeback win for the second night in a row this time against Minnesota. Rob's got that. He's also got commander's news for you. Stay with us. When you wake up to go to work, do you ever think about how important your job is? When you hear steam fitter as an occupation, what do you think of? The truth is, most people don't know what a steam fitter is. More importantly, what we do and how much it impacts you. And to truly understand how important of a job it is, just take a moment to think about what your world would look like if you didn't have the ability to generate electricity, to have heating or air conditioning, microchip production, internet service, web-based storage, cellular service, medical gas systems and hospitals, lab gases for laboratories, pharmaceutical production, and frozen or refrigerated produce. Could you imagine? And these are just some of the things that we impact. The reality is that if steam fitters didn't install, retrofit, service, and maintain all the various systems that we are assigned to take care of, society would look completely different. Please visit steamfitters-602.org and let's talk about how we can bring value to you. Good to have you here tonight at 914. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast. From Mickey D's? From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. You don't need a reason when the one and only hot and melty sausage McMuffin with egg is just two fifty. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. The is it morning yet deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 9-15 as we turn to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Capitals in need of a late rally against the Minnesota Wild. They trail 3-2 in the third period on home ice after three unusual goals by Minnesota in the second period that Charlie Lindgren couldn't even locate until it was too late. The netminder, 16 saves so far. Martin Faravari, he has a goal and an assist on Dylan Strom's second period goal. The Caps uh, 0 for 3 on the power play tonight, uh, even though they have uh, killed two wild penalties. Uh, again, in need of a little bit of a late rally here, eight minutes to go in regulation. Uh, local college basketball tonight, VCU, a winner over UMass, 83-55, cruising to what is their fourth straight win. The Rams shooting north of 50% from the floor, both in and outside of three-point range. The Washington Commanders continue the search for a new offensive coordinator today, interviewing Pat Shermer for the position after he spent the 2022 season out of the league. Now forget his 9-23 and record as a head coach for the Giants-Browns in the one-game interim stint with the Eagles. Shermer's resume as a coordinator includes an NFL assistant coach of the year, nod in 2017. He's credited with working well with young quarterbacks, which, of course, is a fit for Washington. And, oh, by the way, because you always have to do some dot connecting in the NFL, uh, Shermer has ties to Ron Rivera from their time together in Philadelphia under Andy Reid. The uh, commander's reportedly requesting to uh, interview up-and-comer Charles London. He's the Falcons quarterbacks coach in Eric Studisville, a longtime NFL assistant, now the uh, assistant head coach in Miami. An interesting and local option could come available soon. D.C. native Byron Leftwich reportedly in danger of being fired as offensive coordinator in Tampa, though the Bucks say no decision has been made as of yet. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 17 and about this time last night we were telling you about the armed man who was in a standoff with police in southeast dc after he was accused of setting an apartment on fire well that man is now identified as 45 year old sherman holly who was taken into custody on 37th place southeast as the fire spread to a couple floors of that apartment complex he was in and it leaves some of the neighbors homeless tonight holly was wanted in the killing of 53 year old james brooks Brooks was found with multiple stab wounds in another part of Southeast the night before on Sunday night. He died before the paramedics could get him to the hospital. Top stories we are following for you this hour. The D.C. Council has overhauled the city's criminal code for the first time in more than a century. Supporters say it makes life more equitable. Critics say it's too lenient on people who commit carjackings and other serious crimes. The latest in the President Biden classified documents investigation, the Justice Department considered having FBI agents monitor a search of papers by President Biden's lawyers. We'll tell you why they decided against that. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, George Santos and other controversial GOP lawmakers have learned what committee assignments they're getting this uh, college season, shall we say, or this term for these members of Congress. Stay with WTOP for more about all these stories in just minutes. It's now 918. It's traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Now, still pretty quiet drive around the area right now. The fog, of course, affecting uh, visibility and your travels. So do be careful out there tonight. But around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, it's a pretty quiet drive. They haven't set up any road work in Virginia along 66. And traffic on both 395 and 95, each running pretty well. In the district, up and down 295 and along 695 and 395. You are good to go on each. And... Uh, Right now, 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway run well between the beltways, but in Baltimore, 95 northbound has a crash at Hanover Street just before the Fort McHenry Tunnel, squeezing by very slowly to the left. 
Southbound lane open, 895 is good at the Harbor Tunnel. 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs without delay, as does 270 both ways. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast in Mike Steneford. We are watching a weak cold front coming our way at, from the west, and until it gets here around midnight, there'll be a couple showers here or there, but much of the region will stay dry. After midnight, partly cloudy to mostly cloudy. Some patchy fog at times. Our lows mid-30s to lower 40s. A much better day on Wednesday. A mixture of cloud cover and some sunshine. It'll be breezy and warmer. Highs upper 50s to lower 60s, well above our average high of 44. Storm system comes away on Thursday, often on rain showers throughout the day, breezy at times, highs in the low to mid-50s, and behind the storm on Friday, partly cloudy skies, a gusty wind out of the northwest, and highs only in the lower 50s. Partly cloudy skies on Saturday, the winds will be lighter, highs upper 40s to lower 50s. Skies will cloud up on Sunday, there'll be a chance of rain showers by late in the day, highs will be in the upper 40s to lower 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Roslyn is at 42, Farragut Square 42, and Laurel 47. Our temperatures dropping to the mid-30s. With dense fog in much of the WTOP listening area, I know you likely know how to get through dense fog. You keep the brights off because that makes it even worse, and fog lights if you have them. And watching your speed naturally is a smart move in this dense fog. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. Following allegations of incompetence on Prince George's County School Board, a new chair is selected. I'm Melissa Howell. Stay with us tonight at 920. Have an old car you've been talking about getting rid of? Donate it to Melwood, a leading local employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities. Melwood will pick up your used car for free and sell it, using the proceeds to support its mission of building a world where people with disabilities are fully included. It's as easy as dialing 1-877-MELWOOD. You can call right now for more information, and a Melwood team member will guide you through the process. No drop-off, no excessive paperwork. Just a phone call and we will take it from there. Declutter your garage. Make room for your future. Support your community and save on your taxes. Your donated vehicle can help people with disabilities right here in the DMV find their career and achieve their dreams. We accept cars, trucks, motorcycles, boats, and more. Call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org to donate your vehicle today. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D.org. Share the ride. Make a buck. That's right. Earn extra cash up to $366 per person when you share the ride during rush hour on I-66 with Pool Rewards. Plus, HOV3 Plus travels free. Faster, more reliable travel adds up to extra savings on time, parking, gas, and tolls every time you ride share. Go to commuterconnections.org slash pool dash rewards to sign up today for your free account. Some restrictions apply. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Central Union Mission. Homeless men, women, and children have begun the new year hungry, lonely, and hopeless. But homelessness can end one person at a time when you partner with Central Union Mission. With $2.09, you can provide a meal, care, and an introduction to Central Union Mission's life-changing programs. A gift of $50 will feed and care for nearly 25 people. How much hope can you provide? Give today at missiondc.org. You're listening to WTOP News. 922, a new school board chair has been chosen in Prince George's County after infighting among board members. 
The story tonight from WTOP's Melissa Howell. Judy Mickens-Murray, a member of the school board since 2021, will now serve as the chair. In a statement, Mickens-Murray says she hopes to engage in an ongoing dialogue around education issues to ensure, quote, all community voices are heard. Lolita E. Walker will take on the role of vice chair. The changes come after a string of conflicts between board members and former chair Juanita Miller. Back and forth among members involved allegations of neglect and incompetence against Miller, who says she sought to unify the board but encountered discourse. A judge will decide whether Miller should be removed from serving on the school board, a decision that could take several months. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. When should the school year begin? How long should the breaks be? It's what Fairfax County School Board members are mulling as they develop next year's calendar. Board member Melanie Marin says five-day school weeks should be prioritized. It was a very difficult fall for too many families and staff and students, so especially in the first quarter where routines are being set. I also think um, alignment with surrounding jurisdictions is really important, both for our staffing and for child care needs. The county is considering four options with different end dates and varying lengths for winter and spring breaks. A final vote is set for February 9th. See the four options at WTOP.com. As you begin filing your taxes this year, you'll notice the child tax credit is not as large as it was last year. Here are a few other ways you can save money on soaring child care-related expenses. If you and your kids are relatively healthy, maybe think about getting a health savings account to help cover costs. This year, the limit is nearly eight grand for families, and contributions are made with pre-tax dollars and are tax-deductible. Combine this with a high-deductible health plan, and it could save you hundreds of bucks a year. As for keeping your kids entertained, look more to spending your money on lower cost experiences rather than hundreds on new toys that will eventually clutter your house. Find an indoor trampoline park nearby and you can often get a monthly subscription for around 20 bucks. Any money you save this year can be put into a custodial account for any future child-related expenses. Luke Luger, WTOP News. For more helpful tips, just head to WTOP.com. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Pink slips reportedly will be going out tomorrow in several Microsoft engineering divisions. Bloomberg News reports the size of the cuts could not be learned, but they are expected to be significantly larger than other rounds of layoffs in the past year. United Airlines sees friendly financial skies ahead with seats in short supply and demand remaining strong. Its first quarter outlook was more than twice as strong as analysts expected. Fourth quarter results also beat forecasts. Wall Street snapped a four-session winning streak. Stocks closed mostly lower as investors braced for a flood of fourth quarter earnings. Dow Industrials lost 392. The S&P fell 8. The Nasdaq climbed 16. At Citigroup, workplace flexibility goes just so far. The bank's CEO says when a remote worker's productivity dips, they can expect to spend more time at the office. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Let's check out the Asian markets tonight. They had been mixed, and that's still the case. Mostly higher, though. Australia is up. Tokyo stocks up 1%. South Korea is down 1%. Hong Kong and the Shanghai Composite up about a quarter percent tonight. Still to come on WTOP, an overhaul has come to D.C.'s criminal code. It will begin anyway after more than 100 years. But there is controversy. People are concerned that a crime like carjacking or a gun violation will not be penalized very heavily. 
Stay with us on WTOP tonight. It's 926, and your midweek forecast is on the way. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests 